Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Kelly Clarkson, and this is Missing to Podcast. The Kelly Clarkson Fan Podcast. Talking all things Kelly and to you. Here is Jeremy and Pam. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Missing to Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson Fan Podcast. I'm Jeremy. And my name is Pam. Today we have a super fun episode that we've been wanting to do for a bit. And we are going to be talking specifically about Kelly and her fame and her success outside of the U.S. I know, shocker, because <laughs> that's all you and I know. <laughs> it's Kelly International today. Yes, instead of Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide, it's Miss Worldwide. <laughs> what a reference. <laughs> I'm sorry. I Have I told you guys about my, my Pitbull Kelly story? I will do so right now. It's very quick. Uh, 2015, this is so not what our episode is going to be about, but you might find it funny. Um, in 2015, I went to a, like a radio concert that Kelly was performing out in, um, in New York called KT Euphoria. KTU is a station that does not play Kelly's music, so I don't know why she was there, but regardless, I went and the tickets weren't cheap, even though I was in the nosebleeds, but, um, she performed first. So that was wonderful. So we got to watch the rest of the acts, but it was starting to rain. So I left. It was on Twitter, and apparently the headliner, Mr. Worldwide, didn't show up because of <laughs> said weather. So people were complaining on Twitter. So I complained, and I got half my money back. Hey. So I'm just saying, thank you, Pitbull. <laughs> you, even though you didn't even care to see Pitbull? I didn't. I mean, I would have stayed it had it not been raining, but it, it was yeah. like pouring. And I'm like, I'll, I'll, I, can, I can put it. And I've also seen Pitbull. I'm pretty sure he performed at Jingle Ball the year that Kelly went with uh in 2011 so i've seen pitbull before had had kelly already played that night she opened the show oh okay so it was great timing it was just like she's like 25 minutes that's her set and i'm like we can leave whenever so i didn't feel bad i saw what i came to see and then i was like Ticketmaster, i'm really upset pitbull didn't show up pam's on the train on the way home oh yeah this 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 was unacceptable how dare you <laughs> <laughs> and I got half my money back. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Pitbull today. We are here to talk to three fans who are all from different countries, and they're also from three different continents that are not. Oh my North- gosh! And they're from three different continents that are not North America. So I'm just very excited because I don't know. Jeremy and I are very like, and a lot of people are very like because Kelly's from the U.S. Like. That's what we know. And like, she's definitely the biggest here compared to any other country, American Idol. Um, so we kind of just know like where we live, like what her s- success is. So it's very cool um, to hear from other people, like how she's perceived over the last 20 plus years um, in other countries. Yeah. We're excited to talk to different fans from all over the world. We always love whenever we have international fans on. But this was an episode that was actually requested by some international fans, and we were very excited to be able to bring them on today, like Pam said, get their different perspectives. I want to know more about just how big of a star or how not big of a star Kelly Clarkson is overseas, be it South America or Europe or Australia. Right? Like, is she, is she like is she like an indie indie uh, musician in some country? <laughs> indie artist that'd be funny (laughs) that would be funny so yeah so with that said we would love to bring in our international guests no passports required into the room here on missing the podcast 
We are so excited to welcome our guests to this week's episode. They are from all over the world and uh, multiple days. We're recording this on a Friday. One of our guests happens to be in Saturday right now. So like (laughs) time travel is real. We are so excited to welcome Millie and Beth to the podcast. Welcome, guys. Hi, guys. Hey, everyone. Hi. Thanks for having us. Oh, my God. We're so excited. Yeah, thanks for being here. Let's start. We'll go around the room. Beth, first yeah. of all, thank you for waking up early. It is currently Saturday where you are. Could you tell everyone a little bit about like where you're from, how long you've been a fan, et cetera? Yeah. Um, so I'm from Melbourne, Australia. Um, so I've been a fan of Kelly since oh, it was probably a little bit after she won American Idol. Um, so she was on World Idol. So that was shown here during Christmas um, 2003. And um yeah, I noticed I, it was on the TV because obviously our Australian Idol was on it. So they were showing that. And I remember seeing Kelly on it and she just really stood out. I was just like, oh, who's this chick? Like her voice is just incredible. And, yeah, we actually bought my cousin that Christmas um, thankful for, yeah, her Christmas present. So, yeah, listened to her, listened to that album quite a lot. And, yeah, she just stuck with me. And then I remember buying the Miss, Inde- um, Miss Independent single, played that flat out and, yeah, just – instantly was addicted and then obviously she released low and then um the trouble with love is and yeah i was just super addicted to her music and yeah then it really started going off like during the breakaway era and then uh the my december era was huge for me because that's when i was a full-on like massive fan um traveled to three different states in australia to see her live and met her for the first time which was just insane (laughs) And, yeah, that's just when the fandom sort of started. Like, I just, yeah, haven't stopped since. So 20 years and just loved her. I know you and Millie are going to have very different stories about how you discovered Kelly. I don't know, Jeremy, have we spoken to anyone who has discovered her because of World Idol? I think Beth might be the first. Yeah, which I love. Uh, Admittedly, like, I didn't know about World Idol until, like, a couple years after it happened. Um, And how funny that she didn't actually win. I don't even know the name of the guy who did. Um, Will saying. Young. Will Young. Oh, yeah. Not, not not William Hung. <laughs> no. Thank God, no. Um, that's great. I mean, you know, I don't want to jump ahead too far, but I like we'll we'll get into it in a little bit. But like, she hasn't been to Australia in a while. But I'm glad that you were able to get that fan experience when you did, because. Mm-hmm. Now it's a lot of it's online, which is great. It's great mm-hmm. we have we have the internet, but it's a different it's a different feeling when you're actually in person and seeing oh. her and like she's actually doing promotions there and things yeah. like that. It's a whole different ballgame. So we're gonna get into that in a little bit. Yeah. Um, I want to also introduce Millie. Uh, Millie, I'm not Hi. sure if you want me to um, say this, but I'm going to because I'm so impressed. English is not Millie's first language, but she is a rock star and speaks so well. And I just want to give you a shout out that you are doing amazing when we were talking before. So sorry for throwing you under the bus there. But I just, I I know you were like a little nervous about talking, but you're amazing. Hi, Millie. You're very nice to me. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, so can you let us know where you're from and when did you become a fan of Kelly's? Because it was a little bit more recent than Beth. Okay, so... Many people know that I'm from Argentina. Um, the first time I have heard about her was so random. 
And I was watching some videos on YouTube and I was like 13 years old at the time. And I don't know why, but I found out a video of some girls like dancing to underneath the tree in the background. Okay. And I don't know, I like that song so much that I have to look for for the for that song. And so I think it's safe to say that I have pretty good ears because I I haven't listened to any of her music, but I like that song, so I had to look for it. It was a couple years later that you yeah, yeah, really yeah. became like a huge fan. So I didn't look for anything else from her until I think it was uh, 2018 that I... I was watching the TV and I found out that they aired uh, The Voice. So oh. I got to watch her incredible uh, personality and she was so nice to everyone, not only the people from her team, but also the other teams. So I had to look for her music at the time. It was Meaning of Life, the last album that she released. So I listened to that album and I completely fell in love with her voice. She had a more mature voice than older songs. So I, I really fell in love with, with that voice that she had. So from that moment, I, I just listened to Meaning of Life. And I don't know why I didn't look for anything else from her. But it was until the pandemic hit that I, I really got obsessed with her and I got to uh, watch her karaoke's every day so mm -hmm. that was uh, what get me and, and made me obsessed. Then you went on to uh, start a very very successful uh, Instagram page that has over a hundred thousand followers tell us about that. So we recorded this episode a couple weeks ago and you might hear us reference Millie's Instagram account at Clarkson Vocals. Well, unfortunately, since we've recorded it, she lost access to her account. They deleted it, which is so upsetting because it was such a fantastic account for all video clips, all things Kelly. And she's rebuilding her following. So if you are so inclined, you should go follow her on Instagram at Clarkson Vocals underscore. Well, I needed a space where I got to talk about her with people that were obsessed as I was. So I, my friends didn't know her at the time, only because I talk about her and they know who she is, but they don't know her albums or anything else. So I needed that, that space to, to talk about her. And I just posted some videos that I like, and I don't know why it, it became so successful I might say but I don't know people like it so I I just keep doing it you post great content she is mm -hmm. at it's at Clarkson vocals right oh yeah. that's the one yes that's Millie <laughs> oh, I, was, I was looking for my messages and I just saw that Beth sent me an, an, a message a few days ago I I just I didn't know it, it was you, so I'm so glad we're talking. Hello, friend. <laughs> Friends, <laughs> you're making making we're making friendships happen on this yes. podcast. Yes. Yay. <laughs> um, Millie, I love that. So, 
I, I kind of know the answer a bit for Beth, but I, I want to hear from, from both of you. Um, we'll start with Millie. So is she just not known there? Is Kelly not a a household name? If you mention the name Kelly Clarkson, do most people not know who you're talking about? Yeah, they don't know who she is. They might know Stronger or Because of You, but that's it. What? That's wild. <laughs> and yeah. So it's funny. So when we were talking to producer Andy a few weeks ago, he's from Australia. And we asked him, like, oh, is it, like, a big deal? Like, is she a, as big of a deal there as she is here? And he said yes, so much so that they're now airing the Kelly Clarkson show in Australia. Right now. Right now. It's on right now. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Huh. On a Saturday? Yeah, 8.30. 8.30 a.m. Oh, I'm it. sorry. You're, I'm sorry you're missing it. <laughs> no, I've, I've already watched it. I watch it every day. <laughs> so, oh, that's weird. funny. That's awesome. But, so, Beth, can you tell us a little bit about – um? So obviously, so World Idol aired in Australia, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. What has been like, I don't want to use the word reputation, but what is like the success for Kelly looked like, like as a fan? Like, do you, do you hear her on the radio? Was it more, mm. was it, was she more, was she bigger there like 10, 15 years ago? I mm. kind of would love to hear your perspective. So she does get played on the radio, but not very often, unfortunately. So when I do hear her on the radio, it's like incredible. I'm like, turn it up. Like, it's just, um, yeah, just she's not played very often, unfortunately. But um, she was definitely, her biggest peak was during the breakaway era, obviously, because that's obviously her biggest album. And All Over Wanted era, somewhat big. Might Assemble was kind of quiet. Like, she was big here, but not huge. Like, it was just, yeah. And it's just kind of, yeah, unfortunately gone quiet. Like there is, obviously people know who Kelly Clarkson is still, but she, yeah, hasn't been as big here in Australia compared to how it was during Breakaway. I find it interesting that even though she's not as big of a music artist, that they still felt that she was a, a good enough personality that they're airing the talk show, yeah. albeit it took them until season five to get it to Australia. But I find mm -hmm. it funny that uh, that she made it finally to Australia after so long, even though she's not played on the radio as much mm -hmm. uh, anymore as she used to. So Beth, to follow up, you know, you, you said that, you know, Kelly was really big, you know, early on in her career with the breakaway album. And that was, uh, was that around the time that you first got to see her, her live? Yes. Yeah. That was the first time I saw her. Yeah. During the breakaway tour. Yeah, I saw her in a place called Newcastle in New South Wales. Just that's small... where that's where Andy's from, apparently. Yes, I know. I used to live literally two hours north from there, and I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. I was so familiar with that place. Um, yeah, so I saw Kelly for the first time. Yeah, during the breakaway era. Yeah, the, the tour in Newcastle in a small like entertainment center, like five thousand people, and it was huge. Like, yeah, like people were going off, and it was just yeah, it was really awesome. So that was yeah, super popular then. And she did like the full Australian tour around like a show per city. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then you did get to see her multiple times while she was uh, down at her. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw her once during the breakaway tour and I was actually mistaken earlier. I said I traveled during my December. It was actually all, all ever wanted tour. That's when I saw her during um, three different states. So I saw yeah. her once during my December, three times um, all ever wanted. And then once during the stronger tour. Have you ever been tempted to, because I know it's probably, it's been since all I ever wanted that she's been in Australia. Is that no, correct? Stronger. Or at least oh, stronger. stronger, excuse me. Have you, so, so that's been over 10 years now, well over 10 years. Yeah. 
have you been tempted to go out of country to to see uh, her? I was so close during the Vegas residency. I was like looking online at flights and stuff. I was like so close to just being like, stuff it. I'm blowing everything. I'm just going. I'm just going to live this. I'm going to live my best life. But then I look, the angel on the other shoulder was like, no, come on. Like, <laughs> you'll see her. She'll come back to Australia one day. So I was like, no, just hold off. And just, yeah, enjoy the live streams. Not that there's literally anything I can do, but I, like, want <laughs> to bring her to Australia, to Argentina, oh. and just be like, there she is. Like, cause she used to do, like, the first decade or so of her career, she used to do, <clears throat> what I use the term loosely, international touring. International, mm-hmm. it was it was very much like Australia and Europe, mm-hmm. and then, like, occasionally Asia and Africa, and... I think we determined she's been to South America once. She went to Brazil once, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm like, I want to give you the shows. Like, I want to, like, <laughs> give you my shows. Be like, go have fun. Oh. Um, I, that's, it's, it sucks being so far away. I can only imagine <laughs> not only the money, but, like, how long is that flight from Australia to Vegas? I've done it. I've been to America twice. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's so annoying because of the... One of the times was during the pace by pace era and I wasn't like huge. Like I wasn't as big of a fan then as I am now. So I'm looking back and I'm like, oh. So what was that? What was that turning point for you then that made you like Um, such a super fan? Oh, probably the meaning of life actually. Like Love So Soft, that song is just such a vibe. Like I love it so much. And that's just when it just sort of all restarted. Like I sort of um, saw bits and pieces of her on the voice and stuff like that and and then obviously she went through like a hard time, the divorce and all that sort of stuff. And I was just, yeah, that's when I got back on the bandwagon. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, so both of you really meaning a life for both of you was like really like a pivotal album. And I think we were, mm-hmm. Jeremy, we were, we were doing our meaning a life album breakdown last week. And I literally mentioned, I'm like, I feel like the span of like meaning a life and like the first season or two of the voice just really brought in like a whole new I don't want to use the word generation. That's not the right word, but a whole new army, for lack of a better term, of super fans. And it's just so cool and so interesting. And I wasn't – yes, she was on a new label. She was on Atlantic by that point, and that Mm -hmm. was exciting. But, like, I didn't think it was going to be, like, a whole new wave of fans that it's, like, you know, now almost like the breakaway era where it's just Mm – she's just so big. And I think that's really special. I'm not even sure she was expecting that. Mm -hmm. I might add that – most of us are younger, like it's a younger generation, I might say, that showing, I think because it is the voice, people watch it, like also younger people. So yeah, it was like Kelly was introduced to, I think, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, which is cool because like, at least here in the States, like, I mean, like, she's, she's definitely like, her main demographic, her main fan base is probably like 30s, 30-year-olds 30 plus. Of course, there's people younger, but it's cool that there's so many young, younger fans now. It's like it's just keeping – it's keeping that like whole energy and that whole fan base just fresh and alive. And like it's great that we have young fans like you, like who is – keeping her viral on Instagram and like TikTok and all these things that like, I, I don't know how to do that. Or I don't, or I, maybe I know how to, I don't want to, I'm too lazy, but I like the passion 
that all of you young fans have. <laughs> I yeah. really do. It feels, it feels good to collaborate on something. Like I think I'm, I'm helping her in some way to yeah. still be like relevant. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so much so that producer Andy found you on Instagram and it's like, let's put this girl Millie in a Kelly Clarkson exclusive video for the show. Millie, That's you amazing. did that all on yourself. You built you built that. <laughs> so for so those funny. It's also funny because I don't usually mention people from her team or people who work with her because I think it's it's their work and it's not personal life. So yeah. I don't usually mention them. So I felt really lucky that he found me and picked me for, for that music, for that video, I think. Uh, before we get too far down the road, uh, talking with Millie about her appearance in the Mind video, we want to welcome our third international guest. This time we are going to Europe and specifically Austria. We want to welcome Nicholas. Hello, Nicholas. Hi, everybody. Hello. <laughs> Thanks nice so much for being guys. here. Thank you for nice having me. Nice to meet me. you, too. Well, Nicholas, we are uh, so glad that you're here. Uh, we would like to introduce you to Beth, who is in Melbourne, Australia, and Hello. Millie, who is in uh, South America down in Argentina. Hi, Beth and Millie. Nice to meet you. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Nice to meet you. So, Nicholas, okay, so tell us tell us where where you're from. Um, you can tell us what time it is. You don't have to. I just think that's kind of funny. Um, and just tell us a little bit about, like, how you discovered Kelly and when you became, like, a really big fan of hers. All right. You have to stop me if I'm talking way too much because I'm a talkative person. That's fine. It's all right. You came to the right um, place. <laughs> perfect. Um, I'm from uh, you know, Austria. I live in Vienna. It's the capital. We are a very tiny country. We are 9 million people. And um, yeah, I discovered, well, I kind of known about Kelly from the very beginning, but my time as a super fan developed between 2008 and 2009, like right before my December and all I ever wanted um, release. And um, I remember her seeing like the Trouble of, uh, Trouble of Lo- the Trouble with Love is music video on MTV and all the music channels. But um, right before All I Ever Wanted, I kind of developed my super fan um, thing with Kelly and did a deep dive and listened to all the old old songs released and unreleased and checked her upbringing and found out that she and I have the same birthday and whatever. <gasps> oh, wow. April yes, 24th. Exactly. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> I actually had the, uh, I had the chance to tell her that in, in Vegas at one show because she kind of like talked to me. Yes, I know. <gasps> oh, I know. Stop. And I told her that it was su- such a huge thing. Um, and yeah, and then I was a super fan from that moment on. Exactly. <laughs> and she never... <laughs> Um, well, exactly. And here in Austria, it's um, 7 past 11 p.m. It's been a, <laughs> it's a very long day, long day for me. <laughs> um, we appreciate you coming here because I was like, course. Jeremy, how are we going to get people from literally all over the world? So I literally <laughs> I Googled like world clock or something and I like typed in different cities to see like it was like it's specifically set up for work. So we when you could have like international meetings and it, they gave you like the optimal times and it was like right around here that we can kind of get away with it where it was like i know it's <laughs> i know it's late but it's not 3 a.m i know in australia it's it's early but it's not 3 a.m and <laughs> really you're basically our time zone um so 
we appreciate all of you guys for making it work. No, and, you guys uh, are worth it. This could be this could even be this. Well, thank you guys. This could this could be even more fun if you're just like super tired. You're gonna sound like even more like loopy, and that could be more fun. So, although we've had episodes that we've recorded where Pam is super tired, and we just end up not releasing them because she's like, oh. oh no, that was a hot mess. Are you mess. talking about the episode <laughs> right after Birthia de Belesco? Because I'm still okay. waiting for that. Yeah, that one? <laughs> Please. Well, okay, we had also had a couple of drinks. So I was like a little tipsy <laughs> and you. very, very tired. And I was just stuttering like crazy. Like, I just, I, I couldn't talk. And there were also like, all right, without getting too in the weeds, basically, <laughs> There were a few things that we had mentioned that we had seen at the Blasco, which is really just like the songs that were performed mm-hmm. that we were like, still to this day, they're like, don't talk about it. Yeah. I don't know if the videos are out. So we don't, it, we would we, we would have had to like cut half the episode. Uh, Plus yeah. I sound drunk, even though I'm not, but. Um, <laughs> they do that so badly. So maybe one yeah. day, maybe like, you know, when we're a year from now, we can do like a. From the the archives episode, yeah, and get then, permission from Casey's yeah, team nice. and then release it. Right, be like, yeah. guys, can we do this? Yeah, like Come once, on. like once, like Belasco is like a thing of the past. Yeah. Then maybe we can do that, even though yeah. God, I, yeah. uh, I don't know. I love that you guys knew that though, and I'm like, oh man, people are actually keeping tabs on episodes that we don't release. Yeah, <laughs> I thought There's no, one, no one, I thought no one would ever care, or they're like, oh yeah, whatever. Oh gosh, nope. the holy we grail of episodes. Know. You guys actually pay attention to us. Oh god. Anyway. Of course See, now, you. now Pam's gonna get all weird. It's gonna be it's gonna be a whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well we're we're again, we are just so glad everybody is here with us. Uh we want to get back to Millie. Millie was right in the middle of telling us the story. Uh Millie was uh fortunate enough, like Pam and myself, to be uh, a part of the reaction video to mine when it was first performed on the Kelly Clarkson show. And Millie, I guess I wanna know uh what was your reaction when you get, and I don't know if he called or if he direct messaged you, but what was your reaction when, you know, the Kelly Clarkson show reaches out to you and says, we want you to be a part of this project? Yeah. So I was, I was saying that I was so surprised that he reached out to me because I don't usually mention them or tag them in my post so and he first of all i think he followed me and i was like oh my god he he someone from kelly's circle of work team follows me so i i was really surprised by that and then i think he sent me a message and he kind of told me that he wanted me to react to a, a to her karaoke and I was like okay but you have to know that I speak Spanish so I'm not doing it if I'm not speaking Spanish because I can't react in another language <laughs> so he was like so nice and so, so sweet he told me that it was okay and he was going to subtitle it so and he sent me a video later and and told me that he was subtitling it so i was really happy that i even though i speak another language i was still part of that video so yeah he sent me a a message and 
That was it. I think it was perfect that you you did it in Spanish because it really did showcase that Kelly does have fans all over the mm-hmm. world. And it, and it wouldn't necessarily make sense for everyone to just be English speaking, even if they were in different countries. So I loved the fact that you got to do it in your native language. And it just it really did make the video. And, and really, honestly, I mean, yes, what we say out loud reacting to a video matters. But a lot of it was in our facial expressions. And you were just like all the rest of us were being very expressive. And we could tell that the music was really impacting you. And it, it still doesn't matter what, what you sing in or what language you, you, you say or speak, rather. It all still is music and it's still just as impactful to you. Yeah, I was really happy to do it in, in my language. Also, people fans that speak Spanish were so happy for for me and it's like I could represent them in that video so I was really happy also, you know Kelly is learning Spanish, so you know yeah. she was probably so yeah. excited to have someone speaking Spanish on there. Uh, <laughs> I must so say cool. she spe- she speaks really well. Like she also, also performed a few songs, and, and she does it really well. So I don't think she needs like help from me. But <laughs> I'm there if if she wants someone to teach her. I, Absolutely, I'm, I'm there. Yeah, Millie. <laughs> Kelly, if you're listening, Millie can give you free Spanish lessons in exchange for a flight to see you live. Money. Yes. <laughs> money. <laughs> or just a lot of money so she can spend yes. it to see you live. Yeah. <laughs> she is a college student. She would like some money. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I love that. Oh, my gosh. Um, Nicholas, have you seen Kelly before? Yes. I oh, actually Vegas. Moved to Vegas, Vegas. Exactly. Vegas. In August. Yes. But you yes. had to go to Vegas for that. Yes, it was 5,400 miles um, <gasps> because Ooh. I Googled that. Because then I put it on my phone screen and I held it like into her face. <laughs> and she actually, <laughs> yes, and she actually saw it. And then she like scooped up to the to the, um, the edge of the stage and talked with me and my friend. I have to mention her. She's from the Netherlands and we've been friends for 13 years. And oh only God. because of our mutual love um, to Kelly. Oh my and God, what's what's her name? Her name is Nadi. Hi, Nadi. Yeah, she's oh, in Thailand so at the moment. That's why, like, because I instantly showed her the email that you guys sent it, sent to us, and I was like, "You have to apply for the international fan episode." She's yeah. like, "I'm in Thailand. I cannot." Oh, oh, I, I'm representing both of us. Yes. And we yes. had a little like one and a half to two minutes interaction with Kelly in Vegas. It was such oh. a huge thing for us. We got to tell her that we met because of her, and that I share the same birthday. <laughs> and then we flew from from Europe to Vegas. It was so expensive but it was such a nice trip and it was just oh. like oh, it was just so amazing because fun fact she never toured to austria so i had to took it wow. upon myself to like fly to vegas to see her live so, yes so did you because like i know she's toured in like not ne- the netherlands before yes um, germany and as like well. the germany, germany so have, yeah, had, germany. had you yeah. seen her in either yeah. of those countries or germany no i never saw her there i could have <laughs> but like i don't know <laughs> i get it i get it i get yeah. it it's a lot even though it's it's close it's still like you're yeah. traveling it's a but lot you know it's what a- i did some research before this episode and i found out that she was supposed to have a tour date in 2006 
But then she had to cancel it because she was attending um, the Echo Awards in Germany. <laughs> oh. that, exactly. That was the reason oh. why she had to cancel the gig oh. in Austria. Oh, no. She the owes one you. time. The one time. <laughs> so, yeah, one time. Oh, she was in Austria before, though, because she uh, received the... Wait a minute. I have it here somewhere. You have notes written. Of course. <laughs> I was like so excited to be on your podcast. I love you guys so much. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> she she was at the Women's World Awards and received a Women World Award, whatever, in 2009. It was the day I before that. All I Ever Wanted released, uh, was released. Exactly. Um, yeah, so she has been in Austria before. And during our um, interaction in Vegas from the stage to the audience, she told us that she um, her first trip outside of the US when she was like in college or something no she wasn't wait where was she high school high school high school school. exactly yeah exactly she was in this like choir group or whatever and the first trip outside of the u.s was to austria because i feel like i've seen this video yes exactly yeah i have seen it yes to us and she sang it like chapels and churches and whatever and yeah so she has been to austria but i've never seen her life here (laughs) so is she like is she like known in austria like if you were to go to like it, like to like, I don't know if you're going to go turn to the person next to you, like, and you just mentioned Kelly Clarkson, like, well, they know who you're talking about. Cause we asked Millie and like, Kelly might as well be like an indie artist in Argentina. <laughs> um, I don't know, maybe not by the name, but once I sing like since you've been gone or heartbeat song or my life would suck without you because of you, whatever, like people know these songs definitely. And she's, uh, she's been played kind of regularly but more like on a sunday afternoon at some random radio station (laughs) (laughs) underneath the tree that was coming up right now i seen it i've seen it in the spotify clicks and it's definitely also resonating in our charts here like she's becoming the next mariah carey definitely also in our little country austria I, I love still you know we were talking about this uh before nicholas joined us but you know the fact that we have three people from three different sides of the of the planet, and all of you kind of had a different introduction to Kelly in your own ways. I mean, you know, for Beth and Nicholas, you guys both are kind of OGs. You were kind of around from the beginning, but really it was World Idol that Beth found. And for Millie, I mean, from what I gathered from from your story, it really sounded like Underneath the Tree was the song that kind of introduced you to Kelly. Am, am I right, Millie? Yes, we don't usually listen to Christmas music here because we are in summer and we are not like singing, oh, it's snowing and things like that. <laughs> I only knew a few songs like Feliz Navidad and All I Want for Christmas is You, Last Christmas. I think those three mm-hmm. and that's it. So she really introduced me to a lot of Christmas music. She also has two albums about Christmas. So yeah. <laughs> I was forced to to know more some about Christmas. I know you fam uh, don't like you're not I don't I don't really sell I don't really I don't really celebrate Christmas. Um the music's great but like yeah. it's just like oh holiday I don't know. Like I, I don't have the same I don't have the same like appreciation that someone who has celebrated Christmas their entire life has. For me, I'm just like, oh, yeah, yay, winter (laughs) gifts. I don't know. You also (laughs) give us a lot of content, so I'm excited about that, but that's it. We celebrate Christmas, but it's not 
that big of a deal. Yeah. Yeah. It has already started in the States. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm here. It's crazy. Yep. I see people uh, like sharing, like they are in Christmas already. And I'm like, it's not, it's not that big here. I'm yeah. like still in college and I don't have a break. So I can think about Christmas. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah. and just wild to me because I think Millie, you're probably the very first person that we've met who was introduced to Kelly via one of her Christmas songs. Um, it's it's just so you know you just you never know when a song is going to initially impact a fan, and then you know with Nicholas, you know you kind of have almost you know a bit of a normal, if you will, quote unquote normal uh, origin with Kelly. You know, learning about her from from early on in in her career. Now, and I can't remember, Nicholas, if we sort of skipped over this or if we were sort of, uh, we asked it, but we didn't say it out loud. Was Vegas the first time you ever saw her live? The first and only time I ever saw her live. Wow. Yeah. wow. Yeah. Okay. So, so Beth has seen her a few times. Millie is still waiting for her first concert experience. Oh, really? oh, wow. So, so Nicholas, we have to, we have to ask walking out of, of the theater that night in Vegas, how did you feel? Oh my God, I was on a high. I was like shivering on my whole body. It was such an amazing experience, especially because um, we didn't have like a VIP entrance for uh, early entrance or whatever, but we still ended up like right in front of the stage. And the t the first, like when you when you hear the opening, um, oh. uh, favorite kind of high, and then she was mm -hmm. walking out from the right and I saw her with my own eyes. I saw oh. like, it was so amazing and breathtaking. Yeah, it was, I swear to God, the first time you will see her live, it, it will take your breath away. It was so amazing. And of course, afterwards, I couldn't sleep for hours. Oh. Yes. Yeah. No, it was just amazing. Dare I say, <clears throat> to quote the song, Move You, like the first time that you see her singing your life, Jeremy is shaking his head right now. I knew it was coming. Exactly. I knew it was, it was coming. like that. She definitely moved me. She moved me. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and like I said before, you know, Millie, we wish this for you and we know it's going to happen eventually. It's going to happen. You're going to get to see her live and it's, you're going to get to have that same reaction. And we know that you're going to be cheering just as loud as all of us were the first time that we got to see her live. She performed in Argentina in my mind. I love that. And, um, and, and, and Beth, she will come back to Australia uh, sometime yes. this decade. <laughs> Really? Is that going to happen? I'm going to manifest it. I actually have no idea. But I'm going to manifest it. I don't, I don't well, know anything. Because she can't she can't take the talk show on the road anymore to, to New York. Yeah. So now she's got to pick another place to take the talk show. And, and especially because it is airing in Australia. And you have Andy. And you have Andy. I remember Ellen. Yeah. Ellen exactly. I was about to say that. Yes, she needs We've to do a week shows. in Australia. 100%. Can you please get in contact with her team? <laughs> <Make it> <laughs> Yeah, maybe talk to Andy. Yes, Kelly needs to go and take the, the talk show on a tour, but strictly to countries that begin with the letter A. How about that? <laughs> oh, Only. my God. I Only. didn't realize that. Yes. yes. <laughs> and I keep saying, I feel like if she wants to leave like winter in New York, come to Australia in summer. Yes. It's yes. It <laughs> just makes sense. Don't they have all those like, um, like she can come, you know, summer for Millie, for Australia, for Australia, for I'm so tired for Beth. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but do, do they have the little like Christmas markets in, in Austria? 
Of course. That, yeah. So, so she many can of get, those. So she can get like both things. She can do like a Christmas market little vacation and then she'll yes. have some like paradise and sunshine. And then she's, she's got to do something down in South America because if, if there is anything and I and I don't want to constantly, you know, go back to the Brazilian fans because I want to kind of group all the South American fans together. But if the passion is anything like we see online from South American fans, it would be a huge hit if she were to come down there, I think. Yeah, and people that are really loud and scream every single word. So I wish she could have that experience. That would be like really amazing. I think she would be crying all the yeah. time. Yeah. So earlier, I it was a very kind of an interesting observation that I heard when some of you were talking about certain songs that people might be familiar with and they were all different so i'm kind of curious beth i want to start with you what would you say are like the i don't know maybe like top three or so most famous kelly songs that you think people in australia know like just from your experience being a fan there or just being like an an average person listening to the radio have to be since you be gone obviously like <laughs> what person on the planet doesn't really know that song to be honest yeah um yeah since you've been gone um Miss Independent and Stronger, definitely, it, because of you. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I know it's like four songs, but yeah. I feel like that's, that's probably the, Jeremy, would you say that's probably the same as the States, right? That's, and my yeah. life is stuck without you. Yeah, I think that's probably the same. I feel like it's kind yeah. of the same. Um, and yeah, oddly but, enough, uh, sneaking up that chart, which you might not expect, underneath the tree. Oh, well, Ooh. yeah. Yeah, yeah that makes yeah. sense. Uh, yeah. Nicholas, how about you? Again, like, this is just like your guess. What would you think are like some of the most popular Kelly Clarkson songs in Austria? Um, regularly played, I would say it's Stronger, Heartbeat Song, and Because of You. Heartbeat Song. Top three. Interesting. Yeah, just, I know, that, right? <laughs> no, it's it, it just that's what like that's kind of what like sparked this in, the inspiration for me for me asking this because like. I, I don't know. I think it's cool that it's not the same songs everywhere. Like Heartbeat Song, it was a moderate hit here it wasn't huge mm -hmm. but that's cool that it was re really big in in austria we realized in our research over the last couple of years that because of you was massive uh in europe in general and it's it was like a, a big hit here but it wasn't massive yeah. so it's just it's it was it's, huge here as well it's cool yeah. how different stuff resonates with different areas um millie what about you i'd say stronger and because of you so not even since you've been gone? No. I, I never no. heard it. No. Interesting. So surprising. Oh, my God. My mind is blown right now. This is crazy. <laughs> you know what's weird, though? Like two or three weeks ago, I was walking through a toy store, and they played Favorite Kind of High. Wow. Okay. That was kind of weird. I heard Mr. Know-It-All in a supermarket the other day. I was like... Yeah, but at okay. least that was a single. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so now, so now we have to ask Millie. Millie, have you ever been walking around and you go into a shop or a store and have you ever run into a Kelly Clarkson song playing? No. The only one time I heard because of you on the radio uh, was a neighbor was listening to the radio. I don't know which radio it was, but... That's the only one time I heard it, and that's it. I, I never, like, crossed to any supermarket, and no, ne never. It's so wild to me that the, mm. the, the, 
the area of the world. Yeah. It's, it's funny to me that, you know, on this chat that we have here, the part of the world that Kelly is probably the least known. We have a creator and a fan who has a massive following on Instagram with, with her Kelly Clarkson content. I just, it's, it just, it still never ceases to surprise me. Kelly's impact from people around the world. It just, it blows my mind every time. Yeah, that's what what I was saying when when I said that I needed to create an account to talk about her with people that knew her because no one close to me knew her. Just when I mentioned her and I told my friends, like when people follow me, like people who work with her, but like, and they get me because they are, they are also fans, but like they follow other artists or artists that sing here. And so, yeah, I needed that space to, to speak with other fans. And they also told me, tell me uh, they are, um, what they live. And when they go to, to a show, they send me their videos and pictures. And I'm so thankful for that because I feel like closer to her. And I love when, when, when they do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's so nice. And I think, I mean, I've said this so many times on this podcast, but like, it's really, it sucks when you don't have anyone in, like close to you who yeah. like has the same hobby or interests as you do. So the internet has been like a saving grace for, mm-hmm. I'm guessing all of us, because we're now all on the internet. And I can guarantee you none of us would know each other if it were not, if it were not for the, the internet. Um, yeah. Nicholas, so you said you met one of your best friends who's from the Netherlands, who's a massive Kelly fan. I, did you? The, did the two of you meet online? Yes, we actually. Um, it was on Twitter or X, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I don't know. We were like, I guess, in, on the suggestion list or something, and we followed each other, and then we kind of talked um, via the direct messages, and. Yeah, from that moment on, we talked for like four or five years-ish, kind of. And then we actually met up in Vienna in person. I met her family and whatever. And ever since, we've been visiting each other every year. Either I go to the Netherlands or she comes to Austria. We've been to vacation, like on vacations together. We flew to Las Vegas together to see Kelly uh, live together. And again, yeah, we had the opportunity to tell Kelly about our friendship. It was it is the weirdest thing, especially because I kind of like when I grew up, I spent a lot of time on the Internet because I was just I would I wouldn't say I was insecure, but I was a closeted gay guy. <laughs> so Aww. on the Internet, I was just free. And um, whenever whenever I tell other people that, that I met this this friend of mine via Twitter, they're like, okay, they're, that's kind of creepy. They give me suspicious looks and everything. But it was so normal to me to meet people over the internet. I had the same thing when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. Right? But but at the same yeah. time, like, for other people, it's weird. For us, it was such a huge opportunity to meet yeah. people and not mm-hmm. be judged and over whatever. It was so... Yeah. yeah, it is a very, very important friendship for me. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it just grew into something so deep and so connected. I love it. I love that. Beth, how about you? Yeah, well, when I was a teenager, I don't know if you guys have heard of a singer named Delta Goodrum. She's a massive, like, Australian <gasps> oh God, singer. I, love her. I feel like I've seen oh, her. Oh, you name. do? <laughs> yes. 
Oh my god, so, she's in the voice. She's in the voice as well. Yeah. And she's the so voice. I was like a massive fan of hers. So I can relate to you. Like when I was a teenager, I had like a group of friends that were all we met on Delta's official forum. And um, yeah, we made yeah, like we just made like a massive friendship. So I can relate to you like having that friendship, like that friend that has the same interest. And then actually during while I was a fan of Kelly during the All Ever Wanted Two, I met some girls in Newcastle that are actually, yeah, massive fans of Kelly. So it was like a about a group of five of us. You might actually know one of the girls, her name's Leah. She posted a fair few really good high, high quality videos on YouTube from like all the shows she did around Australia. Her oh nice. Leah Christie, I'm pretty sure on YouTube. You may you've probably seen the videos of like, yeah, from that tour. But yeah, I can totally relate, like having those friends that you can just like be your self complete self with, like with your, you know, your favorite singer and just yeah, yeah. just like just completely just be your true self and just talk about your favorite singer and just go on about them and like yeah. And then it turns yeah. into like for a, it can turn into like a bigger thing like a bigger oh, friendship that's just yeah, that is that is outside of kelly and so yeah. many so many of my friends i spent a decade talking to solely online and then eventually yeah. doing that and it's just yeah, it's, really, it's, it's really special oh 100%, yeah yeah definitely well beth you are uh of the three of our guests today you are the one who has uh had a proper meet and greet with kelly where you got some you know a little bit of one-on-one time mm-hmm. uh tell us Bye. how that all happened yeah, so I've had two meet and greets. So one at oh, the, yes. yeah, my December <laughs> tour and one at All Ever Wanted. So it was through the website. So you had to like buy things to get points. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, do you remember that back in the day? Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, I do. For the stronger era, oh my God, you're like there <laughs> for like, like an hour listening to 30 second clips and then you get yeah. points for it. Oh my God, I feel it was so nostalgic the right worst. now. <laughs> yes, just to get that meet and greet. And I, uh, yeah, got it twice. And I just remember the first time, like, through the day, I was just like so nervous. Like I couldn't even eat. Like I woke up and I'm like, oh my God, I'm gonna be meeting Kelly tonight. Like I was just so nervous. I bought myself lunch and I couldn't even eat it. Like I just was like <laughs> that excited about meeting her. And obviously it just goes so quick when you meet her. Like it's just like, hello. Like it's just the meet and greets, they're just, you know, so super fast. quick. Yeah. But I think I told her I love her like 15 times in the space of like a minute. <laughs> I've done about five times and she's just such a beautiful human. Like she's just so genuine, so authentic. And I just, I feel like I could have just stood there and spoken to her for hours. Like she's just the best. Like it was just such an amazing opportunity. I guess, you know, we want to have one last kind of go around the room here uh, before we wrap up. Um, And uh, Millie, we'll start with you. Um, What do you ultimately as a fan, what is your biggest hope that you get to do in your fandom with Kelly? In the fandom, I I don't know. Just anything, it, like it could be like yeah, anything, anything, anything. Like, is it like, is your would the ultimate goal be just to see her? Would it be to meet her? I mean, obviously both. But like, what's the ultimate? Okay. Ultimate. Going back to the the thing, the topic that uh, they, you were speaking, I have a friend that I also speak every day. Her name is Paula. She is from Spain, and. My dream would be to see Kelly in concert with my friend. That would be amazing. She also never like saw her, see her uh, in concert. So that would be really special to be the first, the first time for both of us. And like, just like like you both did with the residency and also Velasco 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. That would I can, be like, awesome. I like. To, I not that I know what she looks like, but I'm picturing this in my in my head right now. The, you guys are just <laughs> singing your little hearts out. I ho- that's gonna happen. It's not if. It's 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 when. Yes. It's yeah. when. I when, love that. When I have money. Whenever <laughs> I have money. <laughs> It'll happen. We we know it will. Uh, Nicholas, what about you? What is the thing that you hope ultimately will happen? Well, honestly, my biggest dream was to see her live, but then ca- that came true like three months ago. So now I'm thinking, <laughs> what is my next goal? Um, yeah, honestly, maybe to see her live a second time or a meet and greet. Because honestly, I have like so many things that I want to tell her. And I'm the guy like I'm not like crying or something when I meet my, my idols. I just know what I want to say. Like I, I have a whole list of things that I want to tell her. So I don't know, like a meet, meet and greet or a second show, because like one time seeing her live, that cannot be it. <laughs> yeah. Beth, what about you? I was actually would love to travel to America and meet you guys, because you guys are so oh. awesome. Oh, you're so nice. <laughs> so cool. And just be able to see her live again, like with a bunch of Kel- hardcore Kelly fans and just be front row and just living our best lives. And yeah, obviously meet her again and just give her a hug and tell her how amazing she is and I'd love to go to a recording as well of the of the show, of the Kelly Clarkson show. It'd be really cool. So, yeah, yeah, th- those three things probably, yeah, definitely the things I would love to All happen. Right. And Team- obviously have her in Australia again. Team Casey, if you're listening, there's a lot of <laughs> dreams that that want to happen right now. Someone tweeted yes. that they should like make, do a Kelly like the Kelly Clarkson show with like all hardcore fans. Yes. Oh yeah. Do like a songs and stories of her music. Absolutely. That would be so much fun. Ooh, Wouldn't that be a great crazy? idea? I, I think the reason why I really liked that idea is that they wanted us to host it. Yes. That would actually of be cool. Oh, Who God. else? Pa- Pam is, that. Pa- just the idea of it just made Pam, Pam. freeze. <laughs> no, Pam would be cool. I would just be like the whole time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was hilarious. Just the look on just the color just ran out of Pam's face. I love it. <laughs> oh my God. I would crap myself. Anyway, uh, on that note. Millie, <laughs> Millie, Nicholas, and Beth, thank you so much for being here with us today. It has been so much fun to to talk to fans from all around the world. And kind of it's a nice reminder for American fans that there really are people elsewhere who are living vicariously through a lot of us. And I think that, you know, sometimes we we post media, we post photos, we talk about experiences on message boards and and social media, and we forget just how important that is to people all around the world because we are fortunate enough to get to have these experiences, and a lot of people just get to read and, and watch them from afar. So we appreciate you guys, and uh, we, we would never speak for Kelly, but I, I know how much she probably uh, loves having you guys as fans all over the world. And I hope that somehow just by the three of you saying these wishes out loud, that this is the official manifestation <laughs> and that makes all of them happen because we want nothing more than for all of your uh, hopes to, to come true. Santa, can't you hear me? Can you uh, give them all these wishes? Sorry, that was so corny. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's good. Nicholas, go ahead. <laughs> I just also way. really want to say like an official thank you to the both of you, Jeremy and Pam, for all the work that you put into this podcast. It is incredible to me that you do that besides the regular jobs. And, you know, to give that to fans, 
it's just amazing and i'm just so impressed by you too and also yeah. it was so nice meeting all of you by the way to meet other fans from other countries like this opportunity to be here it's just wild to me so thank yeah. you thank you so much from the bottom of my heart thank you guys yeah. well, so much well, thank yeah. you I, I i mean i i always say like you know, if we didn't have people who actually were interested interested in this topic, like the two of us would just be talking to ourselves. So thank you to <laughs> anyone who listens to us for making this possible. Like seriously, yes. like we we appreciate and love all of you just as much. Um, thank yes. you guys so much. It was so nice to meet all of you like face to face on Zoom. I hope we can do it in person one day. Yes. Um, and you guys are the best. Yeah. And um, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Again, thank you so much to our guests from all over. Beth from Australia, Nicholas from Austria, and of course, Millie from Argentina. It was so great to to see all of them. And I have to say, Pam, it is a little bit humbling to not only know that Kelly as an artist has reached fans that far in a way, but also this podcast has reached fans all over the world. And that is, that's a lot to process when you're, you're sitting in front of three people who are, could not be further away from each other (laughs) even from us. Yeah. And we're all sitting here talking about the same thing and they're saying kind things about the podcast and just, it just it, it like makes the hair to, on the back of my neck stand up. I was up. trying not to cry. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this is real. Um, yeah. They're so sweet and it was so nice to talk to them. And I'm sure that will not be the last <laughs> international themed <laughs> episode we do. As always, um, you can follow us on all the social medias, Twitter. I'm still calling it Twitter. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> at Miss Into Podcast. If you listen on the Spotify app, you can leave us a rating there. You can also reply and leave comments on individual episodes. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving us a rating and review. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And I hope you guys have a good day. Bye. Ciao. Thanks for listening to Miss Into Podcast. Miss Into Podcast was written and produced by Jeremy and Pam. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you'll be the first to know when a new podcast is posted. Find us and continue the conversation at Miss Into Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Find more at missintopodcast.com.